back with another edition of your favorite Celtics blog. It's the Cosby Street Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Pavone, joined by my two co-hosts as usual. We got Joel right next to me. What up, Joel? What up, guys? What's going on? Dutra's on location. What's up, Dutra? Yeah. All right, like we all set to go here. Got the connection perfect, and we're ready to talk about a bunch of things in this episode of the uh, Cosby Street Podcast. We got the Celtics that are on a four-game win streak, which they look to make it five tonight. What they, what they, went from a, they went from a 500 team a week ago if you remember our last episode, to being the fourth in the Eastern Conference. So, Celtics are rolling right now. We got Isaiah Thomas. He made the All-Star team last night. And, of course, as we make the turn to February, we will take a look at the NBA trading block, see who's available, see which players the Celtics may be interested in trading for, and which players they they will be willing to give up. So, we'll get into that all in this episode right now. Mr. Dutra, how we doing, man? Haven't talked to you in a while. Yo, pretty good, man. Pretty good. So and for Isaiah Thomas making the All Star team, though, dude. Well deserved, wasn't it? Yeah, man. I was worried for a second, dude, because looking at looking at who he was up against. I mean, he beat out Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love for that last wild card spot, which I was really worried about because I figured they would have given the Cavs at least two uh, two All Stars. But no, man, he sneaks in, gets that last spot. It's uh, great to see uh, Boston getting a little love, you know. Ever since Paul Pierce, Rajon Rondo was walking around, but. Yeah, it's great to see Thomas get back on that, uh, get back in that game. Yeah, I was a little worried myself, but I think in the last few weeks, you look at, you look at, uh, shows on ESPN and NBA shows on NBA TV, and the, seemed like the national consensus was aiming towards putting uh, Isaiah Thomas in that All-Star game. What do you think, Joel? Well, I mean, I think, like you just mentioned, you know, on the top of the show, what a difference seven days make. Celtics on a riding high on a four game winning streak. They're climbing up the Eastern Conference. Of course, it helps that other teams are losing, like the Pacers, you know, like like Cleveland. Cleveland, they got, they got rid of their coach, so it's funny that they only have one All Star and they have the best record in the uh, in the in the in the Eastern Conference. So, uh, it's a good look. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm surprised. I'm glad he made it. I think he should have made it. It's it's good. We got another another Celtic heading to uh, the All Star game, first time in three years. Yeah, Joel, you sounded kind of concerned last week that he wasn't going to make it. You yeah, like I, I was. I was too confident about that. It's because it's because of the way they were playing. The Celtics weren't playing that well, you know. You know, losing at the end of games, and quite frankly, he he was kind of in the mix of that. So it's good. It's a good look for him. Yeah, the Celtics definitely. Oh, go ahead, Dujer. Oh no, just go ahead, cut me off, man. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> look at here, look at here, brother. Go ahead. Well, Tyler, we're doing this remote, man. I, I just gotta get in my car and drive there next time. Yeah, plus it's been a while. Yeah, go ahead. I know. Dude. Yeah, anyways, but. What I was going to say, dude, is, like, if you look at the way Thomas was playing, and not only is he, like, is he the Celtics all-star, which is now, you know, apparent, but he was struggling on that four-game losing streak, you know? And then now he looks like he's playing much better basketball. So as much as we probably don't want to admit, like, this team revolves around one player, we're going to go where Isaiah Thomas takes us unless they add someone else. So... I mean, that, that, I don't know how you guys feel about that, but, you know, this is his team, you know, and that, I, I don't know, um, I mean, he is an all-star now, but what do you think? Like, is that going to be good enough for us to make a deep run this year? Well, I mean, I think that, that kind of dives into, uh, the first point here, our first, uh, topic here in terms of, of the Celtics climbing up the Eastern Conference. And yeah, Isaiah's doing well, but I think, I think it's, it's a, a whole, a whole different, a bunch of things that are that are contributing to the Celtics winning. I think everybody, little by little, starting to realize what their role is on this team. 
whether you're playing a lot of minutes or whether you're, you know, sporadically in the lineup here and there. And I think that's what's working right now for Brad Stevens. Of course, it always helps when you have someone like Isaiah who's, you know, been, been consistent and especially in, in this winning streak. But, um, I think towards the trading deadline as it creeps up in the next week or so, I think the Celtics need to make a move. I'm not saying, I'm not saying like a, a huge move, like a blockbuster trade, but, you know, a, a move that, that would affect this team in a, in a, in a big way should, we should see that on the horizon. Dutra, what do you think has been the uh, difference maker for the Celtics team? Why do you think they have on, uh, been able to put together four wins in a row here? Well, I mean, just as, as a team, they're playing much better defense. That, with that four-game losing streak was frustrating because they would play good defense and good team basketball for one half, and then they lose it in the second half. Or vice versa. They play good for the, you know, uh, they play like crap in the first half and then not have enough team to catch up in the second half. So you're seeing a well-rounded team play good defense because that's what they need to do. And, I mean, let's be honest, too. I mean, they had a good win against the Bulls, um, and the schedule's getting a little easier for them, too. I think you're going to see that. In the next couple games, Orlando's going to be a challenge. they got the Cavs on the horizon. But, you know, you're, you're going to be messing around with all of these teams that are battling for the playoffs in the East. I mean, you can get a quick break from it. It's a, it's it's definitely helping, but um, the key to this winning streak, this particular one, I think it's just confidence on the defensive end, and it doesn't hurt when Avery Bradley goes for 21 in the first half on uh, Wednesday night. That was He was putting up quite a show, too, and that, that gives Isaiah Thomas a little rest, you know? So finding offense in different places, Kelly Olynyk's playing much better, Jay Crowder's been very consistent. I think the way the team is playing right now, is its maximum potential. So we'll see how, if they can continue it on and maybe make this like a, you know, eight game winning streak instead of, you know, getting stuck on four because they haven't been able to get past that number yet this year. Well, yeah, the defense has certainly been the focal point, I think, throughout this entire four game winning streak. And especially in the fourth quarter, like you talked about in the second half, second half defense, I think the Celtics have uh, kept it going into the fourth quarter and been able to shut the door on some of these teams. I mean, you look at Wednesday night against the Nuggets. Yeah, you look at the Nuggets and you say, yeah, they're just the Nuggets. They're not that, you know, great of a team. But if you look throughout that fourth quarter, they were creeping back, creeping back into the game and were able to, you know, cut the lead them to about one, two points before the Celtics finally shut the door on them. Well, I mean, that's those, that's been the key in those, in the, in, in these four games that when the opposing team has cut their lead, a, a double digit lead into single digits and, and, and even like you said, you know, a two or three point, Lead the Celtics just don't just don't hang just don't give up and start chucking up three pointers as we've seen in other losing streaks throughout the season for them. They clamp down on defense, they move the ball around, and they get easy buckets or they get to the free throw line, which is what you need to do in in, in tight situations. And and it's been they've been they've been showing that. Avery Bradley's been showing that. Kelly Olynyk, you know, surprise surprise, Kelly Olynyk is playing. Playing phenomenal on the offensive side. Yes, yeah, rebounding send it to Toronto. Come on, we all want to see that three-point competition. I know, right? Rebounding the ball well, shooting a three-point ball well. Uh, you know, he still still needs to work a little bit on his defense, but he's getting there. He's, he's getting, getting there. there. Yeah, he's, he's improved. getting there. He's, he's, he's improved. Now, now, is Kelly Olynyk do it doing the three-point contest? Is that official? It's not official, it's but not he's, official. he's been very uh, spoken. He's spoken up about it. He's Yo, he's let it. He's no, let it be known he's, that he's he been won't be in Toronto. That he's gonna embarrass himself, dude. He's gonna embarrass himself 
Do not let him in the three-point contest, man. Oh, come on, dude. No dude. way. No, come on, man. No. It's his hometown. Why not? It's his hometown, dude. Yeah, but... They don't go to Toronto every year, man. This, is, this isn't a, you know, every five-year thing. That's, that's a rarity that they go up to Toronto, man. Why not? Let him do his thing in front of uh, the natives, in front of his, his, his uh, hometown. Do it for the if six. He does, He's going to do it for the if six. He does, if he does a three-point contest... Okay, Drake. He's going to He'll get be there. seven points. Seven total. That's all. That's Good your prediction? Seven. Yeah. Nah, I, makes... I think he can get out the first round. My no, man, weren't no you weren't you an advocate of uh, Kelly Olynyk earlier this season? Is it is it just me or was that was you know I, I was I shit on him early in the season, but no, I mean, I, I see what Duch is good coming from because he, he's more of a catch and shoot type of shooter, right? Yeah, yeah. he's not he's not, he's not a set shooter. He's not a set shooter. shooter. Yeah. Like you, yeah. What power forward ever goes into what seven footer has ever been in the three point contest? Man Maybe bun. Dirk? Dirk, Dirk. It's going to be man bun That's after it. Dirk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's going right. to tie up that bun. He's going to show everyone what's up, man. He's going to rep for right, Boston and, and Toronto at the same time. No, nah, if he say, if right, he, no right. you know what he's going to do? If he goes to three-point contest, he's going to shave his head. He's gonna... <laughs> Yo, could you imagine Kelly Olenek with a shaved head? Oh, my yes. God. He's, gonna shave, like a... he's either going to have a shaved head or he's going to have a mohawk, one of the two. And then oh he just God, he just man. sweeps it. He just, he just takes it all. He, he, he makes 30. He, he does perfect he, he 30. Doesn't, he doesn't miss a single shot. All right, Dutra, trading deadline's around the corner. It's trading season. Officially, we're a few days away from the month of February, so that's when all the speculation, all the talks about who's going where and which teams are going to grab this guy. Which players do you think, or maybe not players, but which, which position or type of players do you think the Celtics need to uh, grab before the deadline? So I'm not going to say what you think I'm going to say, man, because I really want, I, I really want. Yeah, to let's be realistic here, man. Let, on, let me just on. let me put it out there right now. You know what? Good call. All right, I don't want to hear Demarcus Cousins. <laughs> I don't want to hear. I'm Kevin not gonna Love. do what everybody thinks I'm gonna do. And no, he Sorry. he was. <laughs> <laughs> And finally, don't you dare say Blake Griffin. Okay, I'm I'm tired of hearing. Oh my god, Blake Griffin's yeah, not going yeah, anywhere. Yeah. And if he does this go somewhere, it's not gonna be Boston. If that's is, a big. I don't want, yeah, I, dude, this is the thing. If it's if and and Joel, I know you've been telling me this all year. If it's gonna happen with Demarcus Cousins, it's gonna happen in the off season. Yes. So I'll leave it till then. I, I will leave it till then. Because this is the problem. This is a huge problem. No one is out of contention except like five teams right now. And those five teams suck. And yeah. I don't want anyone on those teams. Oh, so, you, you're going to hate my list then. But yeah, go ahead. Like, I don't, I don't see them giving up assets for anyone on Brooklyn. Let's not even say that. All right, whatever. But if Western <laughs> Conference, somebody wants, like, who do you want on the Lakers that's going to help us? Roy Hibbert. No, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> Come what? on, man. You Roy give Hibbert's up, like the, you Roy give up Kevin. Like a seven, Roy Hibbert is a stiff now. Have you watched him this year? Dude, I he would looks give like up, he's aged. I like, would give he looks up. Like he's, he's a 50-year-old a version of Roy Hibbert. Like, he is just aged. Like, Sean, hear me out. David Lee in a second rounder for, for Roy Hibbert. Come on. What do you, what do you have to lose? One okay, of the, the nine second rounders the, you have, but would the Lakers go for that though? I mean, if they want to clear up space and and how, how much, much, how, much is Roy, how much is Roy how much is Roy Hibbert is getting paid? Yeah, uh, he's probably getting he's paid. probably he's, just, he's probably getting paid like thirteen, fourteen million if if Sway's bringing this up. Well, listen, I don't care what he's getting paid. <laughs> you're really you're going to start Roy Hibbert. You're going to start him. Then. I mean, I mean, I, you know, you don't have right. to start him. Were you going to? Would you start him? Yeah, you don't have to start. I'm, not, to I'm start not giving him. him the job, but he's another shot. He's another rim protector. No, you know what Roy Hibbert's going to do? It's going to slow everything down. Di- he's going to take up more room on the bench because he's taller than David Lee. That's all. 
Well, I mean, you get rid of David Lee's contract, and you know, and I, I believe Roy Hibbert is a is a free agent at the end of this season, if I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me. On, don't quote me on that. I I don't know. I thought he signed this. I know it was a short term deal, but I don't remember. Okay, he's got 15 ago. mil. He's a free agent. If he doesn't work out, you let him walk. All right, well, you're you can do the same thing with David Lee. Yeah, exactly. So what David do you have Lee. to lose? You'd rather have David Lee sit on your bench? I would I would rather have David Lee uh, on the bench as an injury. Like, so let's say Sandra goes down and has to miss, like, 10 games. Uh, or let's say Amir Johnson has that, uh, you know, I think he's had a problem with his hip a couple times this year. If he has to go down, you can have a serviceable rebounder score and when David Lee has gotten minutes he hasn't looked awful but he's not I mean, going to get those minutes John. he's getting traded would... regardless right right I mean right. Tyler Zell is picking up more minutes lately Look, I'm throwing out names that are potentially on the trading block okay I'm not right. saying yeah, like we have to get Hibbert okay all right let's all right uh, to, we'll, we'll stick in the front court okay uh the New Orleans Pelicans one of the biggest names that's out there that they're trying to deal is Ryan Anderson now okay. not necessarily a rim protector not necessarily a big time rebounder but he does give you boards and he can stretch the floor from you and shoot from outside. He that's has what, that ability to do that. He averages 17 points a game this year. But that's what Kenny Olenek is doing, just not the 17 points a game. He essentially all you all you do is all you're doing is just kind of upgrading your, your a, a scorer well, at that same position and a well, better rebounder, be a better rebounder than Olenek. But Olenek right. has been it's be been rebounding pretty good. If you're gonna if you're gonna whoever gets Ryan Anderson is gonna have to overpay for Ryan Anderson because he's probably the biggest name on the market right now, right? Probably. You can't have an, you can't have enough stretch fours, I don't think, because if you have good big men that can shoot the three in Brad Stevens' system, that's perfect. Right. That's, I, I, I would take him in a heartbeat. You look at the majority of the wins, it's when the Southerners are knocking down threes, correct? Right. And, and I mean, I just think the problem with Ryan Anderson is he's a good player, but is he really worth like a first round draft pick and a Kelly like Olynyk? That, that's like not the cost. You think, Olenek, you think that's you know? the cost for Ryan Anderson? Tim, Timothy Mozgov got two first-round picks last year. That's because Cleveland is stupid. Danny Ainge isn't that dumb. <laughs> right, but uh, what I'm saying I, is like, I think it will cost him Kelly Olenek and another player. Slim, people have to overpay for him. Hold on, but let me, let, me, let me ask this quick question. Is he, a, is he just for the rest of this season, or he's a long-term fix for you, Sway? For me, he's you try to re-him up in the summertime. Okay. So it's not guaranteed that he's going to re-up. So he's he's uh, he's on his he's on his last year of his deal. That's what you're saying. He is. This, this is what I. So you trade if you so you're trading you're trading Olenek and who else for Ryan Anderson? A rental of Ryan Anderson. Uh, a a rental of Ryan Anderson and Ryan and, Anderson. and an injury prone guy. Yeah, Ryan Anderson is not Ryan Anderson and Roy Hibbert. They're not going to help you win the championship this year. Well, who's, who's no 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 one's going to help us bring a championship who's this year unless that's gonna help you unless unless you bring your boy DMC maybe. That's, that's what I'm saying. The only move I'm making is if you get if you if you get a stud. Other than that, just so stay. So, so you want to sit pat? So you want to stay pat, right? That's what you're saying. I, w- I mean, with unless 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 something comes up where you get a disgruntled star or even I don't even need a star, right? But just like a uh, a top twenty-five to top thirty player in the NBA. Once it is on the market, then I say you make a move for him because now you pair up Isaiah Thomas Crowder and player X, like that's a that's a top thirty player in the league. We're right. looking at something. Like Zach Randolph. He wants to get traded, I do that in a heartbeat. Okay, all right. So let me let me let me give you two names that I, that just became available over the last like week or so. How about how about Jeff Teagues from the Atlanta Hawks? Or or Al Horford from the same squad? What do you Al think? Al Horford, one hundred percent. Jeff Teague. 
I why do well, I don't think we need Jeff T. No, I don't think we need Jeff T either. But yeah, I like the I like the the, the I like the idea of having Horford in Boston. But let, no, let me Horford Horford in a second. I think Horford. Um, speaking about All Stars a little earlier, that was a big snub that Horford missed out on the All Star game, and I think he, he should be a perennial All Star. He's the backbone of that Atlanta team. They're picking Paul Millsap over him. I I don't know, but um, I I think Horford would be, like I said, that would be a guy I would give up a Kelly Olynyk for. Um, you have to a give up more than that, pick. right? You'd have to give up like a first round draft pick. They probably want Sullinger, Sullinger or Olynyk, and right. then probably one of the younger guys, R.J. Hunter, Terry Rozier. They have to be thrown in there. And then you're also going to be looking at maybe one, maybe two first-round draft picks, too. I don't know. But well, here's the big reason I'm bringing up these names and I'm bringing up, you know, the, the idea of Danny Ainge kind of having to make a deal besides the, the obvious fact that the Celtics obviously have the assets to do it. But I'm looking at two guys and on the Celtics team, and I feel like he has to deal one of them, if not maybe even both, and that's Evan Turner and Jared Sullinger. you got Evan Turner's going to come off the books this upcoming summer. You're gonna to have to give him a a three three to four year deal. You don't think you're gonna to have to give him a raise because there's a team out there that want Evan Turner. So are you willing to let him walk? And then on the other hand, you have Jared Sellinger who has a qualifying offer for five million this summer, and you risk the the possibility of another team saying, "Oh, all right, five million. You know what? I'm gonna give you, you know, this X amount of dollars." And then Danny is gonna to have to either match that or let him walk. Well, I think Sellinger is definitely part of the future with this team. I think that's clear. He's he's a young guy. He's proven himself. Ainge didn't give him that contract extension because, well, let's just say it wasn't his, wasn't his finest year last year, right? So this year he's proved himself. The Celtics have the opportunity to match whatever other team offers him. So I think Sullinger is going to stick around. Now, Turner, if they can trade Turner right now, and you can package Turner for – I don't know. Maybe, maybe like a you trade him to a good team for a future first round pick. I'd do that in a second. All right. How about uh, how about this guy from the Bulls, Todd Gibson? How do you feel about him? He's another name that's out there. Um, this I is know. before Noah got traded. These are the two guys that they were kind of dangling in front of different teams. Reportedly, of course, uh, CBS Sports before, uh, Noah, before Noah got injured released a report saying that they were trying to look for a a, a guy who can who can play the wing. Who can compliment Jimmy Butler? Uh, not to mention Evan Turner is from Chicago, hometown guy. Him and Jonas Repko, possibly. Yeah, just, but Evan Turner can't play the, the wing, bro. <laughs> Evan Turner can't play the wing, dude. He can't shoot. Evan Turner needs the ball in his hands to be effective. Well, that's why you get. That's why you throw again. in Jarepko there. You get two wing guys, and then you have uh, Todd Gibson on the books for next year. So he's not going anywhere this summer. Yeah, I mean, that's not a bad move. I mean, that's a depth-building move. I mean, we need probably, I mean, Taj Gibson would probably, you know, eat He's up flexible. all the minutes. He could play yeah, the four, he could play the three. Yeah. Okay, I don't mind Taj Gibson, but depending on what you have to give up for him. Like I said, I'm standing firm on trade for a stud or don't give up anything that could be used in the future. So you let Evan Turner I mean, walk? No, I would trade, I, you can trade Evan Turner because he's not part of the future. Right, okay. but if you're not getting a stud, that's the you know I'm not giving up Olenek, I'm not giving up Sullinger, I'm not giving up my draft picks unless it's a stud. That's all. Horford would qualify. Out of every name that you said, Horford would be the only one I'd give up some of the young guys. <laughs> all right, I got one more then. I got uh, the, the Marcus Cousins. No, the the the, the scrunchled, oh. uh 
the guy that Phoenix has been trying to get rid of for the longest, and I know you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, he was on my fantasy team like an asshole. <laughs> so he's been very frustrating for you because he's on the bench, and now he's playing, now he's on the bench, and now he's playing well, again I, I, because Phoenix is trying to showcase dropped. him. You ready to drop yeah. him? Yeah, he's out. He's out. Would you roll the dice on Marcus uh, Morris? Markeith, excuse me, Markeith Morris. Now, I that that is somebody that I would think about because you're gonna get him like a Josh Smith deal. Like, did you see what the Rockets traded for Josh Smith? Nothing. Nothing. Right. Right. It's like a take him, take him off our hands type of deal. Right. The Suns are trying to showcase him because they know. I I read reports like two months ago when or a month ago when it really hit the fan where he was throwing the towel at the coach and everything, like, they weren't even getting offers for, like, uh, they were, like, trying to get two second-round picks for Marquise Morris at that time. That's how bad it was. And you know what? If you can get him for a future, let's let's say, like, a 2018 first-round pick, hell yeah, I'd do it in a second, dude. He's on one of the cheapest deals in the league when he plays to his potential. And that then makes that Jared Sullinger gives you a little more leeway with Jared Sullinger if Marquise performs and Jared Sullinger is going to cost too much. I don't think that's a bad move. One thing to mention, though, it is a commitment, though, because Morris is, is on a four-year deal, so you're sort of stuck with him if you but make that deal. it's a cheap deal, man. It's like an Avery Bradley deal. He signed that. It, this, is, this is why he was so disgruntled. He signed that deal and took a pay cut so they could sign Marcus, his brother, but then they decided to trade Marcus, and then Marquise came out over the summer and was like, "Yo, fuck the Suns, man!" They, that, so like, dude, he's disgruntled. He's a good player. He's not trying right now. You could probably get him for cheap. I do it in a second. Joel, I mean, I'm on the boat where like Danny shouldn't make a deal just to make a deal. Right. I wouldn't be upset if he stands pat at the trade deadline. I know people are gonna be upset, like, "Oh, you know, why didn't he try to make this team better?" But he's not going to just make a deal just to make a deal. Plus, a lot of teams, you know, we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks now. A lot of teams don't want to be hoodwinked by Danny Ainge. Yeah, <laughs> it's, and I, it's, I, you know. I, I tend to disagree with that because I think that's sort of a thing of the past now where let's be, it's been like I mean, years. how so? Look at the last three major deals. Ray John Rondo, Isaiah Thomas. It, there's been plenty of hoodwinking going on. Well, that's <laughs> the not hands of thinking, but it's just Danny's like not going to make a bad trade, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, look at look at look at the the assets he got last year that turned into Isaiah Thomas. Like no one yeah, saw at, no one saw that coming. Look at Jeff Green too. He basically gave gave away Jeff Green for who knows what a future first round pick. You know what I mean? It's not like all the deals aren't bad, but I mean, actually, Memphis probably wish they didn't have Jeff Green right now because he sucks this year. I mean, but, he's been doing good the last week or so, but that's beside the point. Go ahead. Yeah, so this is this is what it all comes down to. And we can talk about who we're going to trade for, what we're going to do, all we want. None of this means anything unless that Brooklyn pick turns into a number one or number two overall pick. That's all. Because then once you get that pick, no team is going to trade for that pick. You're not going to get a stud until the team has reassurance after the lottery that you're going to get a number one or number two pick. So that that's what every Celtics fan has to hope for, is that that pick doesn't doesn't fall through the cracks and get a, get like a like a fifth overall pick, man. This draft, you're not trading that for anybody gigantic, you know. All right, this is of course going to be a conversation that we'll have weeks in the next coming in the next upcoming weeks 
leading to the uh, February trade deadlines. So it's just one of many. And uh, I guess we have to sit sit down and and, and stay tuned, I guess, huh? Well, yeah. Not get too excited. We got to stay seated. It's early. It's early. It's It's way too early. early. Many names are going to be thrown out there, and hopefully we'll be in on them. But I I mean, one year ago, Isaiah Thomas deal, that happened hours before the deadline. So we got a long way to go. Look at all the players. Actually, happened like the last minute of the deadline. Last year's trade deadline was out of control. Do you remember that? Like, yeah, all in the, all was, in the same day as the, as the deadline. It all happened. I, all happened the same day. Like like in one hour span, there was like Jackson, Thomas. Yeah, a lot, yep. of, a lot of guys are switching teams. All right, Joel, what did we miss, man? Let's wrap it up. Um, in case you missed it, um, you know the All-Star Reserves were announced on Thursday. And no, you good, man? Not to cut you off, but you could coming down a little cold there? Nah, nah. It's just... <laughs> I mean, it's 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 been a little chilly out lately. Sounds you know. sound like you just aged a bit in, in your voice. <laughs> Jeez. Nah, you know, you know, Juju was talking yeah, for a really. Up, Joel. Let's go. I was wondering how you weren't cut, like arguing with me all day. Was... No, nah, Juju was Juju, like, yeah, yeah, was talking for a while, so I, I almost fell asleep for a little bit there. So that's why. No, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I kid. I kid. No, for the uh, for the eastern for the eastern squad, the uh, reserves were announced. Uh, both West and East, but the East uh, came down to Chris Bosh, John Wall, uh, Jimmy Butler, the the Demar DeRozan. I'm about to say Demarcus, my bad. Demar DeRozan, uh, Andrew Drummond, Paul Millsap, and of course Isaiah Thomas. That's right. No Isaiah arguments Thomas. here, man. They got it right. I think they got it right nice this year. Dramatic boss. The only, the only. I I think the East definitely got it right. The East definitely got it right. All right. What do we think about the West, Joel? What do we got? For the West, we have uh, Draymond Green. We have Clay Thompson. We have Chris Paul, Lamarcus, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, Anthony Davis, Harden, and Duchess Boy, Demarcus Cousin. He yeah. finally got it. He finally. I mean, this isn't the first time he got the All Star nod, but this is the second it, time. But. It's always been because someone else was injured, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, and- last year was his first time as an All Star. So this is the second time. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but last year, yeah, he got, someone got injured. I forget who it was. Yeah, last year, he was an alternate, yeah. Yeah, he was an alternate, well, exactly. Okay, Dirk didn't make the all-star team. No, Dirk did not make the all-star team. He made it How last year because happen? somebody got injured. So, so what? Who's he gonna, who's he gonna, uh, who would he make it over? Oh, I don't know. Kobe, dumbass Brian. I hate that. But he got voted voted in, though, by the fans, bro. That was the fans that didn't vote in Dirk. That's a good good point. That's a good point. I just think that, like, Dirk, like, he is aging gracefully. No, he is. Kobe Bryant is not aging gracefully. No, Dirk's been having a great season. Yeah, I know. That's true. And the Mavericks, hello, fifth in the West. Like, who saw that coming this year? I didn't think they were going to make the playoffs. That's all Dirk. I think he should be in the league. Yeah, I didn't that's think that's the biggest. I didn't think they would be in the nowhere near the top eight this season. So that's true. And that's all well, Dirk. But uh, if you look at the front court, though, I mean Anthony Davis, uh, oh, Demarcus and, Cousins. Who's going to make it over these? You know, no, it's stacked. It's stacked. I mean, I just well, that, it, that, it, that comes down to the voting and what can you do. It's like whatever. But Anthony Davis, though, is he's been in and out of the lineup. So you know, who I'm not wishing something bad to happen to him between now and the All Star game. But it's no, it's no guarantee that he'll play. Mm. So, you know, that's, that's he, always... He's the first one to call. Yeah. Dirk Nowitzki will be the first one to call. And, of course, Mark Cuban tweeted out last night. Uh, he, he kept it real simple and real straight to the point. He just said, I'm upset that Dirk Nowitzki is not in the All-Star game. That's it. That's all he wanted <laughs> that's to all say. He that's, all he <laughs> that's all he said. That's all he said. Fair very enough. Very blunt. Yeah, yeah, very blunt. Straight to the point. Uh, in, in, case you, in case you missed it, um, Tyrone Liu, who's only been coaching for oh, less than a week, 
has been selected to coach the Eastern Conference All-Star team. Um, sound off? Well-deserved, man. Well-deserved. Guy's been working his ass off, you know? Look, look. Um, I know rules are rules, but in an exhibition game for the fans in Toronto, I think the NBA had a chance to uh, – to do something good here and something something great and and naming Dwayne Casey of the Toronto Raptors who right now they're the second seed in the in the uh Eastern Conference to coach the All Star game for the yeah. East. And, and plus, that's who, a great idea, dude. And who would have who would have dropped the ball big time? Who would have uh, disagreed? With I know that? who would have said no. no. Would have said like no, man, give it to no, give, give it to Tyrone, Lue, man. <laughs> He's been Yo, working his ass the, off. Did you hear Tyrone lose like awesome idea? Oh yeah, He's to like, have well, to have black. Well, you know, me and David Blatt, we could coach it together. You know, so, <laughs> oh, yeah, real cool, man, real cool. Like David Blatt wants anything to do with you, dude. Blatt's like, Blatt's yeah, like, sign me up, dude. Yeah, yeah. sign me up. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go over there. You know. I'll see just, you guys there. Just make sure I don't talk to LeBron because, you know, it's his fault that I yeah. don't have a job. But Why don't you just have LeBron coach it? I know, right? <laughs> Seriously. Dude, I, that, the Cavs are going down. The Cavs are going down, man. You, uh, you mark my words, man. They're going to they're gonna, they're, they're a mess right now. Well, hey. I, think, I think that's a huge reason why the coaches didn't vote for either Kevin Love or, or, or Kyrie Irving. I mean, you got your coach fired, and you're the first-place right. team in the league, hey. in, the, in the Eastern right. Conference. Hey, I'm with you, Dutra. I mean, I'm not going to say it's a sure thing, but do not sleep on Toronto. I think Toronto, Toronto is going. They're no, going for it this Rosen, year. Hello, where did he? Dude, he just he's one of the most dangerous players in the league in the yeah, entire league mm-hmm. right now. He's dangerous. He's the, dangerous. The, the only question is that front court. I, it, it's good that they have Valanciunas back because he's been a huge uh, he's been a huge uh, addition for them since because he, he missed a lot of games, but he's come right back into the lineup. He's doing his thing for them, so I think that that's a team to look out for. Absolutely. And you know Demar Carroll, Demar Carroll should be back soon too, and yep. and, and that's can't a, forget about him. Yeah, that's a that's a deep yeah. that's a deep squad. They're doing this without Demar Carroll. That's right. That's a deep squad, and uh, they're, they're doing their thing. So, you know, like like I said, they're in second place right now in the in the uh, in the East, and and with two All Stars already, you know, going to be from Toronto, that's going to be in that game. You know, the NBA really dropped the ball on that one with you know selecting coaches. But I digress, and that's, that's all it's for. In case you missed, that's all we got. All right, well done. I'm pumped. Right. I mean, of course, this is this is, shouldn't be a surprise for both of you. You guys know how I get about All Star Weekend. I love myself some All Star Weekend, so I can't wait. Yeah, man, I, I, it's it's great. Another Celtic, you know, in the All Star game, first time since 2013, and and I, I'm 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 excited. So, how about yeah, you, Ducha? We're gonna make you excited, Ducha, if you're not you, if you're not if you're not excited. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. What did you say? Did you say it's Valentine's Day? Is that is that what you just said? I said it's on Valentine's Day, dude. So you guys are gonna take your ladies out to uh, the Pavone household and? Nah, they're gonna they're, 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 they're gonna be watching the All Star game with us. And uh, oh, yeah. and a, another another quick note too before I, before I forget, and, and I should have mentioned this in case you missed it, but uh, Marcus Smart has been selected to be a part of the uh, the Rising Challenge, the Rising Stars Challenge, and, and part of the Team World. You know, they they switched it up in the last uh, year or two. USA. Yeah, so it's uh, instead of like the first year players against the second year players. It's Team USA against Team World, and Marcus Smart got the nod there for uh, Team uh, Team USA. That's a good. That's a good look for him. He was shocked. I was kind of shocked too because I thought like, you know, those they they, they don't they don't do the, the full twelve. Don't do the full twelve rosters like eight eight players. So that's a good look for him. I think. Yeah, he got snubbed last year, so good to see he get the sophomore nod. Definitely, definitely. Hey, again, don't forget to follow us on on Instagram and Twitter. At Causeway Street, also on Snapchat. Check us out on Snapchat. We got good stuff going on on Snapchat. Every home game, you know. Unfortunately, we don't have the funds to travel on the road with the team yet, but 
for now, we're going to be at, uh, pretty much the rest of all, the rest of the home games between now and playoffs. So check us out on Snapchat. Um, hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Causeway Street Blog. And Mr. Dutra, where can they find you at on the interwebs? At Sean Dutra. S-E-A-N-D-U-T-R-A. No spaces, no periods, nothing. At Sean Dutra. And Swayze? All right, of course, I'm all, I'm at uh, Joe underscore S-W-A-Y one zero. Actually thinking about changing my, my handle. So, guys, if you, got, if you have any ideas, tweet me some ideas, all right? Again, I'm at Joe underscore S-W-A-Y one zero. See, you're just saying it doesn't sound right. I'm going to switch it up, man. Dude, yeah. Joe, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, mine rolled right off the tongue, dude. That's how you got to do it. Well, it's your name, so I guess... <laughs> guess that works and check and obviously you're listening to us on soundcloud but follow us though we need more followers so that you're always up to date with all our new episodes and then can download our past episodes as well joe why are you so demanding dude i mean you know for for the for the loyal <laughs> for the loyal fans out there we appreciate the love yeah that's true no gotta we, keep we it going that. all right boys until next week we'll see what happens with these celtics we'll see if they can extend this winning streak we'll see what happens tonight as the Celtics will look to lock up fourth place, possibly? What do you guys think? Yeah, they're fifth right now, so hopefully they're, they're only half a game up. out of the fourth. Uh, it's, it's, this weekend's important, I think, because Orlando, they're tough. They're tough all in all, all, all positions. They're big. They're big. They're, 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 they're hungry for a win. Yeah, they've been struggling, man. They're hungry for a win. They've only won one in their last 10, I want to say, or 10 or 12. Yeah, they're something in that range. So yeah. they're, they're hungry for a win, and they always give themselves a good game. So yeah. that's going to be a good one. Home and home tonight and tomorrow, Saturday, Orlando. I hate those home and home games. Yeah, they're really stupid. They almost always is going to be split right? every time. Yeah. You play I team love twice. the home and home. <laughs> <laughs> you just say that to fuck with us, huh, dude? No, I think he really does. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right, boys, we out of here. Until next week. All right, peace. Peace.